Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ramble. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. It is Pretty Basic with Miss Remy Ashton and Alicia Marie. Marie. And unfortunately, no Megan Trainer this week. I know. Remy is having a come down right now. I truly am. You know, she's just processing all the things. If you didn't watch or listen to our last week's episode, honestly, such a good episode. Like, I... Never, I guess I never really knew her personality that much. Mm -hmm. And I get why you're such a stan. Like, I love her. I love her vibe. Like, I get why she's popping off on TikTok right now. Like, I get it. I've like, truly, I tried to go back and find the tweets. Thank God I must have deleted them. (laughs) But I used to tweet her every few months just saying, hey, I think we'd be really good friends because I truly, I was telling my mom this the other day. Yeah. She was really excited. Your mom also texted me. Congrats. We've had, we oh had literally God. like 20 people reach out about how excited we were to record with Megan Trainer because they know I was not going to be okay. And I was not okay. But, um, my mom always loves to say that when she first met you or saw us kind mm-hmm. of, you know, engage online, she'd always say, Alicia would be a really great friend for Remy. Like Remy and Alicia would be great friends. And she would always tell me that because, you know, moms know, but I felt that way with Megan Trainer. So basically, for myself. the next time I'm sick, uh, the next co-host will definitely be Megan and Remy. I would love, like as much as I loved learning about her, obviously, I also want to just like shoot the shit. Yeah. Like I just want to sit and chat about like <laughs> random things. Yeah. I loved learning about her. And there were so many things that even as a mega stan, I didn't know. Yeah. But she was like, I was so nervous, but she also was just as I would have imagined. And I'm really happy because, you know, they always say, like, don't meet your idol or yeah. don't meet, like, your favorite celebrity because it'll be a letdown. And I already got ahead of myself yesterday, and I told my mom that I'm going to become her best friend. And she was like, Remy, be careful. You really don't know. Like, yeah. low expectations. <laughs> they were exceeded Wait, beyond my high expectations. Me and your mom are the same. Literally today before she came, I was like, Rem, have low expectations so that way, like, you're, it's exceeded no matter what. Like, in yeah. a dream world, yes, but I can't. I can't. Like, I there was it. no way it. I was going to. And um, we're going to go hang out with Megan Trainer tomorrow. So I will be vlogging that for my memory and archives for <laughs> sure. For sure. But today's episode, we hit you guys up. We love when we kind of ask you guys on our Instagram. So if you're not following the Instagram, definitely go follow Pretty Basic Official. Please, y'all. yes. We asked you guys, what are some of your hot takes? Okay, like what are things that maybe you think is an unpopular opinion that you have or stuff. And I love doing episodes like this because I love involving you guys. So if you want to be in the next one, again, follow us. And anytime we put up like polls or stories on 
the stories. <laughs> Pulls our stories. Pulls our yes. stories. Um, usually we'll incorporate them into the podcast. So we asked you guys, we said, share with us a hot take. Yes. AKA spill the tea. AKA tell us something a little controversial that you think. And we're just going to react to them. Yeah. We can't guarantee that we're not going to shame you for your opinion if it's bad. And it's anonymous. Or we, okay. we might also agree. Yeah. We will see how it goes. I'm curious to see. I know that we have topics all across the board. So we will see uh, what people are thinking and how they're feeling with their hot takes. If he wanted to, he would. Someone said, if he wanted to, he would, isn't always the case because sometimes I want to, but I don't. I believe, I fully believe in if he wanted to, he would personally, because even the person said that it's not always the case because sometimes I want to, but I don't, then you don't want to enough. Yeah. I think the context of if he wanted to, he would was meant for like that specific scenario where it's like, okay, there's two people who are dating. Clearly if he wanted to ask you out, like he would, he would literally do that because guys are more simple. They're usually more like, I want this or I want that. You know what I mean? I think it's more of an expectations thing too. Like if he wanted to, he would, he might want to take you out on a date. He might want to, he might've thought about it, but obviously he doesn't want to take you out enough to ask you and you want him to ask you. So it's like, it might be reach like nearing the threshold, but it's not far enough. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why I believe in this and not just dating, but like literally anything. Cal taking the trash out. If he wanted to, he would. He doesn't want to, but then you have to, yeah. have to ask him to. <laughs> yeah, I think also, I don't know if I'm just getting these TikToks on my For You page, but it's all about like, oh, when guys want something, like they want it, like they'll go after it, da 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 da, which I think just leads to the if he wanted to, he really, he actually would. Isn't always the case because sometimes I want to, but I don't. Yeah, then I feel like you just don't want to. You just don't want to enough. Yeah, that's the thing. Because no matter what it is, if you want, um, you know, a certain pair of shoes, whatever it is that you want, you have to want it enough to do it, and that goes for literally anything. This I think specifically applies to dating. If he wanted to, he would. But if he literally wanted to date you enough, he would. If he wanted to ask you out, mm-hmm. if he wanted to take you on a trip, he would. He'd make it happen. We're not sure when, but he would make it happen. Yeah. yeah or if yeah, she yeah. wanted to, she would. That's my take on that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Math's red, English yellow, science green, history blue. I disagree. Well, first off, do you do you correlate Subjects with colors. I never did until this trend started hopping up. Is it a trend? I've, I've seen people saying like, do you agree? Like, what do you, was your take? Oh, and yeah. I genuinely, like, I think it goes back to whatever core memory you have. Like, what color book, textbook did you have in that class? Because to me, science is obviously green. Yeah, science is green. Like I don't biology. think I correlate it with what color my textbook was. It was more so what book cover did I put on it? Oh, that's you know right. That's, that's kind of what I think of. I think math's blue. I think math is blue. Science is green. I think English, English is red. Yeah, I English red. History, maybe like orange. I think I put history purple personally. Ooh. I think a purple or yellow if need be, like not geo, I guess. See, I think of, I had this one Spanish book that was like a bright, bright orange and yellow. So like to me, those are my Spanish books. Oh. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> like it's just, it's fun. It's so funny. That's how I correlate it first. But math, obviously blue. Math and science, obviously Unless green. they're picturing like red pen for math, but like- Blue, mm. blue vibes, blue vibes, blue vibes. Casual sex is impossible. Disagree. I would disagree too. Yeah. I think, I do think friends with benefits is bullshit though. Cause eventually someone's going to fucking fall in love. So I do think 
Is maybe that's what they mean by that? No, I think they're two different things. Friends with benefits, I also agree. Impossible. Yeah, yeah. Casual sex, I think, is completely doable, especially if you just like meet someone on a night out and you like literally never talk to them again. Then that's possible because how are you going to talk to them again? <laughs> you don't even know their name. Um, or like a Tinder moment, like a hinge moment. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I would disagree. I would say it's possible for sure. But I think you also have to be in the- For how long? You have to be in the mindset, I think. Yeah. And I think, no, 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 no. I take it back. I think casual sex with the same person can only happen X amount of times Mm. before it goes wrong. Someone goes. At one time, maybe two, you're good. Uh, Yes. That's that's what I was like. The the friends with benefit thing is like, "Mm, I'm hard on that one. That's sticky. Okay, next one. The quote, it girl lifestyle is actually toxic AF and unrealistic. Mm. Okay, like quote unquote, it girls mm-hmm. are like the girlies that are at Air One every day. This is like the TikTok generalization. They're at Air One every day. They're going on hot girl walks with their AirPod Maxes. They're wearing their cute new balances and a set active two piece. <laughs> they are, um, they have their slick buns, their gold hoops. Like that's kind of the vibe, correct? Mm-hmm. Jennifer Fisher hoops, yeah. <laughs> like all those things. I mean, I don't think it's toxic or unrealistic because I personally know people who genuinely are like that and it makes them happy. So yeah. like, who am I to say that's toxic, which I don't think it is, nor unrealistic because they are making it realistic. Um, I just don't think it is realistic for everybody. I mean, for me personally, I know that is not yeah. who I am to my core. It'd be fraudulent for me to pretend to be like that. And I just, it wouldn't be, there's no longevity in that because that's not who I am. I was about to say, I think what can be unrealistic about it is if I'm following someone, some it girl account, who's just not me mm-hmm. and I'm trying to fill and be live her life. And then it's me forcing it. Like I do also know some people who are just like naturally, they have that like aesthetic about them and they like those things. And it's not something I would like, I love watching it, but it's not like I want to be that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, I look at your sister. Oh my God. Totally. Who Ashley? is like not the quote unquote it girl aesthetic, which sounds so stupid. That's like so popular. But like she, whenever, when I first met her, I was like, oh, she just like, she knows who she is. She has a really good sense of self. She yeah. knows what she likes down to like her toothbrush. Like I, feel like. Like, yeah. I feel like it. Yeah. It's like when people have that eye for a certain like photography like type thing. I feel like it's that like Ashley's style is so specific. And I think because it does look unrealistic to the majority, it's like, oh my God, that's so unrealistic. You just wake up and drink your coffee. But I feel like people could say the same thing about us if we filmed in that way. Do you know what I mean? Like we could film us like waking up with like the like aesthetic music. Ash and I could have the same exact footage and hers could be edited so aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And mine would be like, rah, 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 rah. like yeah. it, it's all comes down to the editing, like the song choice. So I think, I don't think it's toxic. I think more so like it's a good reminder to f- follow people who like make you feel good about yourself in your life. Like, or that you relate to, or that you relate to. Like it's, it's okay to appreciate someone's style and be able to be like, oh, I'm not that style, but I can appreciate that. I like theirs. That's how I feel looking at Sierra Furtado's house. Like Literally. gorgeous, but I would not know what, to, I don't even know where to begin to decorate like that because yeah. it's not who I am. And I think it's beautiful and I can appreciate Ash's style. I can appreciate everybody else's style who, whether they have the quote unquote it girl aesthetic or like if they are edgy, if they are preppy, whatever it may be, like it's not who I am, but like love that for you if that makes you happy. Yeah, the other thing I will say about this going on if I was more for this statement 
I would say I do think it is hard when over the years, you know, there's like the girls who are like, oh, I just do Pilates and drink this smoothie. And like, that's how I stay toned. And I'm like, no, your body is just naturally like that. You know what I mean? So I, I can see being toxic as like, you know, as that, I guess. I also could see how maybe like someone's waking up in Ohio and they want to like, they see someone on on TikTok who's like going to air one and doing the set active and like all those things. And those things are just not plausible for them currently. Mm -hmm. Uh, I totally understand how that could seem really out of touch or unrealistic to them. But I do think there are like small things within there maybe that they could implement into their life. Like maybe like taking a hot girl walk, you literally just put on clothes and walk around. Like (laughs) that's doable. Yes, 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 I agree. Okay, next one is aesthetics are not real. Oh, this is very similar. Aesthetics are not real. Nobody has just one aesthetic that they live their whole life around. We don't, but I think there are people that do. I know, I was like, for me personally, I don't. And it's also because though, like there are days I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling extra edgy today. I wanna wear more of like an edgy outfit. Then there's other days where I'm more of like streetwear vibes. Then there's other days where I'm wearing like a dress and heels. Like for me personally, I feel like I have many different styles depending on my mood, depending on the weather, like whatever I'm feeling that day. I mean, aesthetic really is just another word for style. What's your style You know what's annoying is aesthetic doesn't, like is not even a word like it's not used properly. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, like that always bugs me, but I get it because it's, like, it's my we've changed it. I get it. Yeah, it's your vibe. It's your style. So I do think having a style is real. There are certain people who really love, you know, that cottage core vibes, right? And then there's other people who don't. Like, I think what's interesting now in this day and age with social media is back in early 2000s, the one trend was Y2K. Like it was like there was one trend that everyone followed. When we went to the store, if low rise jeans were in, every store only had low rise jeans. Where now you can have every style, like everywhere at all times. So I think that's why aesthetics are kind of becoming more of a thing because some people are like, no, this is my style. Where before we were kind of just told what the style is and everyone wore that. So I think now Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, you know, it's not that one style's in versus the other. It's both can exist at the same time. I never have and probably will never have a quote unquote aesthetic because I'm so eclectic with things that I like and colors and textures. And like, I change my mind every every day. Truly, I keep bringing it back. But like, I was so baffled the day that I met Ash for the first time because I've never seen, she's an enigma for me. Like I've never yeah. seen anyone who just like truly knows exactly what she likes and doesn't waver. Mm-hmm. So once I like saw that, and I've seen more people obviously online as being exposed to more people, but just like in my real life, like seeing Ash, I was like, whoa, she just like, she knows what she likes and she likes it and that's it. And she never wavers, never is even considering like, oh, maybe, you know, is something this pink, it? something yeah. blue. Like it's always neutral, neutral, neutral. You know, what's funny though. When you first moved into your house, I was like, oh my God, this is Remy's style. Like, yeah. like I know your style because to you, it's probably so random, yeah. but I'm like Remy's style. Really? Like, yes, I was like, this is just like your apartment, just a house now. Like yeah. the, the decor, <laughs> like everything about it. I'm like, this is Miss Remy Ashton. Very interesting. So, Can you predict what I'm going to get? Like if you gave me like two things to choose from, do you think you could predict what I'd choose? Yes, but we should make that a challenge. We, we should, should go shopping. <gasps> Have we ever done the shopping challenge for each other? Like we just buy each other outfits? No, but that sounds fun. Yeah. I feel like with you, I wouldn't be able to because it really depends on like your mood the for vibe, the day. Yeah. But I could try. We could see. Pretty basic. Next question. Couples should go engagement ring shopping together. Surprises aren't always good. I'm in this boat 
current, I'm not getting engaged anytime soon. I have friends in my life who are currently engagement ring shopping. And I'm going to be honest, Cal and I talked about this. We're like, did you know you're like supposed to go engagement ring shopping? Like we, neither of us had any idea till they started going. Um, I think you can obviously do it without it, especially if you have like a family heirloom or if you just literally are like, all I've ever wanted is an oval solitaire, whatever. Like if they know that, cool. Um, but I do think you could really benefit from engagement ring shopping because maybe you'll like something that you didn't even know you'd like. I think it really depends on the couple, but I have a few things here. One, yes. Like if you're the person proposing and you don't know what kind of ring they want, just like go to the fucking mall and be like, oh, let's just like, oh, what do you like? You yeah. know what I mean? Like just to get a sense. So I do agree with that. I will say it needs to be discussed beforehand. An engagement? No, or, no, no. Uh, like, are we gonna look together? Oh. Or like, do you want it a surprise? Yeah. An engagement? Yeah, I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Funny story. My mom, I remember, I, you know, like growing up, you hear how your parents got married, engaged, all that kind of stuff. And I think I was like quite a bit older. I was like, oh, mom, I never actually heard like, how did dad propose? You know, and she was like, well, <laughs> I guess they were like, I'm so sorry, dad. We love you. It's fine. Oh, um, um, and he, he gets overwhelmed with like making decisions, let alone, like of like where we're going to eat, let alone now this makes sense knowing how he is, but I guess he wanted her to pick it out. So he proposed, but he didn't have a ring. <gasps> and my mom was so Jeff, pissed. She no. was so pissed. She said she didn't want to tell any of her friends until she had a ring. Cause he was like, no, I wanted you to pick it out, which like respect, but like should have been discussed beforehand. Cause she was, she was, he was like, oh, like you're not telling anyone. And she was like, well, I don't have a ring to show them. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Yes, surprises aren't always good. If your future fiance proposed to you without a ring, would you say, try again? Oh, I'd be like, not if you ask me like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Here's the thing. Oh my God. But then it's also cute when it's like, they picked that out think, like for you. You know, when the guy's like, that's the ring I want to give You her. know what I think I could be down for is narrowing it down to two that I equally yes, love. Yes. And then you can pick from yeah. there, baby. Even Nothing like five. <laughs> but also I can't imagine, like I know me, I know me and I know you. Like we're so picky. So I feel like, they're going to need help. So you got to get me on the same page of what you want. For sure. I That's do when the like, friends come in. I've thought about this recently. I have to start thinking about it pretty soon. And I want to go ring shopping, even if he's not there, just to see what I like for me. He even should the be there. size. But like, you know let's what I mean? just make it easy. Yes. Yeah. Let's, we should go ring shopping. I got a fat shopping. finger. I'm like, how many carrots do I need Wait, here? wait, wait. Let's both go ring shopping. Obviously, one of us is going to be before the other person. It's fine. Oh, we can go together. Well, we can go together. Oh. And we can both. That's such a fun BFF thing. That's cute. I love that you turned this into a you and me thing. <laughs> Bonding time. No, I'm like, wait, I could benefit from Cal that too. Cal can wait in the car and keep the AC running. Us. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, next one. Friendship needs as much attention as a romantic relationship. I would agree. Any relationship. I mean, in different ways. <laughs> I think it depends on the friendship because- there, I have many friends that I literally go years without talking to. Yeah. And then it's completely fine when I, and normal and everything feels normal when I go see them like years later. But there are definitely friendships I have where it, it needs watering and growing and tending to on the daily. Not, not that it, like it needs it, but it just, uh, you know, blossoms a little more. It's a little, with more, a little more work. Yeah. yeah. I think attention is not a good word. I think effort, effort is a good word. Yes. I think if your friendship needs that much attention, I think that that's a problem in a little bit of a way, but I think effort is really important. Like talking to each other, scheduling plans, checking in on one yeah. another, like that's really important. And I do that literally just as much with you as I do with Cal. Yeah, I think 
I'm going to agree with this statement, but I'm going to twist it a little bit. I do think friendships need that conscious effort, like you're saying, because if in any relationship, if you're not putting work into it, it's going to be going down. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? However, I do think there's a point where with your romantic partner, eventually, like if, if you're on your way to getting married, like they're your first priority versus, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there is that shift that eventually happens when you're like, um, if I'm about to be your wife or your husband, like I, you know, that, that is different. I think the effort level changes. Like I'm very yes. well aware when Cal and I get married and I have a baby, I'm not going to be able to physically see you as much anymore, yes. but I still can check in on you. I can yeah. still, you know. But how dare me to be like, well, you talk to Cal every day. So why don't you talk to me every day? You know what I mean? Like I'd be like, like no. You see your baby, you've been seeing your baby a lot lately. And yeah. I just haven't yeah. really been feeling. I just don't feel like I have enough attention. <laughs> I will say I agree with this to an extent. Yeah, I agree too. To an extent. <laughs> Alcohol seltzers are so immature and disgusting. Immature? I think it keeps the party going. Once you're a little too drunk, but you got to keep it going. I love a seltzer. I would disagree. And I'm not even the biggest seltzer person. I do like a seltzer. I, I feel love like a seltzer. Why I like it though is there's times where I don't want a tequila water or like my normal drink, right? Yeah. But then I also don't want wine or beer. Yeah, and what a are you seltzer's to, perfect. What do you play drinking games with? It's the perfect yeah. drinking game beverage. I love that there's thousands for me to choose from. Mm-hmm. I always try a new one. It's fun. I still haven't found like my favorite. That's why probably I'm not that into seltzers. Have you tried a truly lemonade? Uh, I'm, I don't know. I just, I feel like there could be a better one out there. Mm, maybe there's a gap in the market. Summer depression is fucking real and it's serious shit. After some online research as to what summer depression is, we have come to the conclusion <laughs> that it people are the general consensus is people are feeling like, you know, it's summer. Maybe they had high expectations for summer break or just summer in general. Uh, and they're seeing more people go online <laughs> or online and like are partying or va- what? I was about to be like, if you're not in school, it's just called depression. Because <laughs> I was like, this feels like you were in school because summer is like, like, I feel like I'm not one to talk about it. I do have interesting perspective here. They were basically saying like they're home. They're seeing all their friends go on vacation. They're feeling lonely because they're home alone. Mm-hmm. I have actually felt this before. Same. The summer before I went to college, uh, my school started in October. What? I know. Your high school? My my college. Oh, your It college. was my freshman year of college. I was about to start college for the first time ever. Everybody else went back like early September and they didn't push, they pushed my school back till October because it was going to be late September and then there was a holiday. So they pushed it to October. So I was home at lo- alone for a month watching all my friends join sororities, go oh, to college, move yeah. in and all these things. And I was really upset, but that's when I started really doing YouTube. I just found like an outlet or something for me to do. So that's yeah. literally why my YouTube channel began. I believe this to an extent. I think it's just important to stay busy if you're feeling this and find something, literally go on a walk, like try and find something maybe that like sparks a little dopamine. I'm like, is this just being like very bored? It's. I think it is. I think it's bored and lonely. I think also depression's a big word to that's use what, for I'm it. I'm a little like, is it actual depression? I, I don't think it is. I think that's an over, maybe that's my hot take. Well, yeah. I mean, as someone who literally has gone through depression, I've, I, you have the ability to say that. Summer depression. I will say I have. Um, I mean, I was depressed this summer. Yeah. <laughs> you also have de- summer depression. Uh, but <laughs> it started in January. Um. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I would agree. Like me being bored in literally in summer made me do YouTube. Like, so I don't, I think that's your superpower, yo. I felt it personally 
to this extent, but also uh, another perspective, as we've said, I have a bunch of teachers in my life mm-hmm. and one of them recently was telling me how they are really, really going through it because it is summer and they ha- they feel like they have no purpose. They just kind of aimlessly are hanging out. All the days are meshing together. They're so used to going to school every day and having purpose with the students and like, you know, parent-teacher conferences and doing all these sorts of things. Like now she just has three months to literally just like sit and she feels like she has nothing to do and no purpose in life. So she's been really struggling with it. so funny because my teacher friends are like, oh my God, I have vacation. Yeah, that's what I I thought it would be. I'm like, is this just life? Is that weird to say? I know. Like, I mean, is it just being born? Is this just life? Like, I, I do encourage this person to just hopefully find something that can spark joy for them. I encourage my teacher friend to just find projects to do, things to do, things to stay busy. Because inevitably, she's going to go back to school to this person running in. You're going to go back to work or go back to school, whatever it may be. And you'll have things start up again. It's just a lull right now. Yeah. I have realized one of the biggest triggers for me is when I'm just aimlessly scrolling on my phone on social media. So if you are home doing nothing, I'm assuming you're on TikTok. I'm assuming you're on social media and that can seriously like trigger a lot. Having FOMO when you see all your friends, like I've had so many friends partying in like, like Europe lately. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like, damn, do I need to go to Europe? You know what I mean? And especially post um, everyone being locked up for two years, I think especially this summer, a lot of people are traveling. A lot of people are out doing things. You know, I have been home this whole summer and it, it is like, oh, wow, everyone's doing something. Should I be doing something? So I do see that being a thing. When I sat at home and all my friends are partying and posting and doing all those sorts of things before I went to college. Um, I mean, for me personally, the one thing that got me through it was like, oh, like my time will come. So mm-hmm. if you're sad at home and you feel like you're missing out, it's OK. Your time will come to go to Europe one day or whatever it may yeah. be that you feel like you're missing out on. Eloping in secret is way better than a big wedding. Hmm. Hmm. I just can't see me ever eloping, but I do love the idea of like, oh, well, if you really love each other, like it doesn't matter who's around, blah, 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 or for a show, you know what I mean? However, like I just can't picture me eloping, but I also can't picture me having a big wedding. I always thought I'd have more of an intimate one. I think in the end, like as long as the love is loving, you know? I think just do whatever is best for you. If you are two very spontaneous people and that's what excites you, then go fucking do it. Who's also to say you can't elope and then come back and have a big party? Like do whatever works for you. I could see myself truly having a massive wedding, a small wedding or eloping. Like I'm very like whatever I'm feeling when I get there. But yeah, I'm open to all of them. And uh, I don't think one is better than the other. Especially husband one, two or three. You know what I mean? Huh. Husband one, big wedding. Husband two, oh, intimate wedding. Yeah, we gotta, husband three, you gotta dwindle eloping. it down. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Maybe not. Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. Body neutrality is better than body positivity. Can become toxic. Second one, similar. We need body positivity for male models. Girls, body positivity is shown, but men's isn't. Ah. Interesting. I completely agree with the male models thing. I, do, I, I like don't really pay attention to male models because yeah. I'm not shopping for things that they're promoting, but I do agree with that. I think Savage X Fenty does a really great job yes. though at showcasing um, men and women in all shapes and sizes and colors and everything like that. Um, I think that it's super admirable. And I actually like, I don't look at male models, but for some reason, because Savage X Fenty just does such a good job. Yeah. I've always been like, wow, that's amazing. Blogilates did a video, I want to say like two or three years ago about that topic. And it was really interesting because she was like, body positivity is being has a huge push for females. However, what about males? So she like interviewed different guys. The consensus was like, yeah, they would like it, but they weren't as attached to it as 
females are. Yeah. Which I see. And granted, that's a, a huge standard stereotype. Um, and I'm sure there are, you know, males, straight, gay, whoever, who are like, oh no, I, I do. I wish that there were mannequins who like looked more like me. Also the idea that men get older and they get hotter versus women need to stay younger forever. Do you know what I mean? Like, like men just don't care about aging nearly as much as women are forced to care about it. But it's it. like sexiest man alive and he has like, like peppered hair. You know what I mean? It's like That's such true. a thing where like females are trying so hard just to look younger where like, George Clooney looked way hotter once he was older. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? No, it makes sense, yeah. I mean, I think that it definitely would be a positive outcome. There, There's no downsides to having more pos body positivity for male models. Absolutely yeah. not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one though was body neutrality is better than body positivity. Okay, so I found a quote about body neutrality. Body neutrality is a middle of the road approach between body positivity and body negativity, says Dr. Albers. As the term suggests, it is neither loving nor hating your body. It's based on the notions of acceptance and having respect for one's body rather than love. I talked about this in a vlog. I'm not sure if it's up yet, but I was just having a moment where I was like, hey, I haven't really talked about like my fitness health update, which I used to talk about all the time. So I feel like I'd like to talk about it. And I had said, I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm in a good place now because before, I think I would have been really hard on myself if I had a bad day where I didn't feel good or feel, you know, good in a bikini. That's what I was saying in the video. I was saying how they're like, yes, I've gained a little bit of weight. However, I feel better now because there are days where I'm like, damn, I look hot as fuck. You know what I mean? But then there's also, there's also days where I'm like, oh, I, I don't feel like putting a bikini on and that's okay. And I, I was basically saying like, it's okay just to like, be human and be like, you know what? I'm not feeling so hot today, but like, who cares? I'm still beautiful. My worth doesn't come from that. I think body positivity is just so focused on weight. Yes. Like when I was at my heaviest, uh, all the comments were like, you're so body positive. And then when I lost weight, it was like, wow, not mm. body positive anymore. And I was like, but I'm like very body positive. <laughs> I'm here for all bodies and I'm positive. About yeah. It. You're like, I'm just out here living life. Yeah. Like, can I just live my life? But after now finding like more of a neutral zone for myself personally, like I'm reading this body positive would be the idea. And like both are, I think there's beauty in both. I just think body positive has kind of spiraled. The idea of body positivity has spiraled a lot over the years. This little graphic from beyond beautiful book says body positive would be, we need to change the definition of beauty in our society. So again, Which, yes. like having more models of different sizes and things like that, which is such a beautiful thing. Obviously, we, we support that. But body neutrality would say we need to change the value of beauty in our society. Yeah. Which I very much agree with that. And I think if we do have more body neutrality, there's not a need for as much of, you know, changing the beauty standard if we're not even valuing the beauty standard anymore. The idea of body positivity, just, just hearing those two words in my head, you would think it'd be very much like all bodies are amazing. All bodies are positive, plus size, mid-size, um, very petite, like mm -hmm. what all sizes, everything like that, but that's not really actually what it is. Uh -huh. So I think that's where the problem lies yeah. because it very much became body positivity. I feel like the idea suddenly became supporting plus size women, which plus size women need support and deserve support. Yeah. But it's not just that it's across the board. We should be accepting all bodies. And I do, I like the idea of body neutrality where it's not mm -hmm. like even necessarily valuing any of that. Yeah. It's just like, okay, we all exist. We're all here the more the bigger problem is the standard of beauty the biggest problem with these terms becoming toxic body neutrality body positivity is just because i say i like my thick legs doesn't mean i'm saying someone with thinner legs is ugly like it's okay to say like to like things about yourself and that doesn't mean you're tearing other people down 
And I think with body positivity, it turned into only plus size women are beautiful. So then a lot of petite people were like, well, what about me? Body positivity is everyone. You know what I mean? Where it's like in the end, all like, about that base, it, all about that base. Megan, Tra like in the end, it was never supposed to be that it was saying, yes, but can't we still like praise things we like about our bodies? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's where it gets confusing because it's never, ever saying, well, I'm better than you because I have my curves or I'm better than you because I have my thin waist. Like love that for you. Well, like, Don't like, have that, but like, that's amazing. Yeah, and I think that comes to a point in ourselves and this is very hard and I'm still working on it every single day. Like if someone who ha is super tall, long model, like comes in and has super thin legs, right? And I'm like, damn, like your legs look so good. I'm so jealous, but it's like, no, Alicia, don't be jealous. Like you can appreciate wow, your legs look really good and still think that yours do too. I mean, I look at Kendall Jenner and I'm like, damn, I'm jealous of her. But then I can also look at myself in the mirror and be like, I love myself still. Yeah. Regardless, I think that like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a negative connotation with jealousy, but I do understand yes, what you're yes, saying. Yes, 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 I think I can like envy, maybe like, yeah, envy more than jealousy. Like I envy that Kendall Jenner was blessed genetically with that body yes. and that will never be my body. And I've come to terms with that, but that doesn't make my body any less no, beautiful. But I think us being a little older, cause we're aging ourselves, we've been, been able to come to those terms and accept ourselves more when like me five years ago would have been like, so upset that I didn't look like that. But what I was trying to say was, I feel like it did turn into a, well, plus size is the only beautiful. And everyone was like, well, so is petite beautiful? And then petites are like, well, petite's beautiful. And they're like, we never said you weren't. Is that you know? the thing? It's like so frustrating because that's, no one was ever saying that no. only plus size is beautiful. It was just like, let's show some love for literally everyone. Yes. So I think that's kind of where it's been twisted. I see that. Pretty basic. Partying is fun and people who judge it don't have good <laughs> Yes, Melanie. <laughs> I just what? got what you were saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because here's the thing. Partying can be anything. You don't have to go out and get wasted every single night. Partying could be a night in with some board games. True. You know what I mean? I correlate partying with going out to the club with yes. your friends. <laughs> but I will say, I think partying is fun. People who judge it, not necessarily that they don't have good friends. I think that they're just, they haven't experienced it. Or maybe it's just not for them. And that's totally fine. I will say, um, I mean, I had my, you and I had our party phase, even while this podcast was going on. And I think I did it in a good way where I would go out every weekend. I would get, I'd have the best time of my life. I go f absolutely feral wild. Uh, but then Monday through Friday, I was back on my work shit. You wouldn't even know. Mm -hmm. I was doing grinding, nose to the grindstone, doing it all. Friday came around, boom, back out again. <laughs> like I still had a good balance between my, I think once it starts taking over your work life, your personal life, that's when there's an issue. Um, but other than that, have fun. And if you don't like it, you're not doing it. So don't worry about it. I feel like there are a lot of people who judge it though. I mean, yeah, for sure. You know? But I think if they are judging it, then they just, it's just not for them. And like, as I like, that's the thing. If you're judging someone, but they're still like going back to work every week and fucking crushing or doing yeah. it, like as long as they've got their, they're being safe yeah. and it's not endangering anybody else. Like, why do we care? I know. That's I know. what I think. Like when people were worried about me, if anybody was worried about my partying phase while I was going through it, like, why were you worried? I was being safe and I still was getting all my work and my personal life and everything done. And I was having fun. Also like social media. Like there's been parties and events that we, it looks so lit. And when you're there, you're like, this was boring. Like, mm -hmm. like just because I post one second on my story of me being like, ah, or someone like screaming or twerking, like it always looks one way. Although we do have fun when we go out. <laughs> Don't have good friends. All I'm gonna say is we have good friends. Two more. <gasps> I love your confidence is a backhanded compliment. I, yes, I agree with this. I'm gonna disagree with this. 
I, I get why you agree. I'm personally going to disagree with this. And that's only because I think my confidence was literally next to nothing and has grown. So I would take that as a compliment, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I only got that compliment when I was at my heaviest. Yeah. And people were like, I love your confidence. It's like, why the fuck should I not be confident? Yeah. I'm a bad bitch. And then suddenly when I lost weight, no more comments about my confidence. You're like, damn, suddenly I'm not confident I'm anymore. I'm not confident. <laughs> no, like I've always been a confident bitch yeah. because why not? Yeah. But I think it just does, de it depends on the person. I felt like when people were saying it to me when I was at my heaviest, it was like, ah, the only compliment they could give me was like, oh my God, you're so confident. It was like more of just like, like how can you be so confident? Yeah. Like it had that. Maybe some people really were like, wow, she's so confident. Like, that's amazing. And maybe they didn't mean it in a negative way, but I always personally took it as a negative way. That's also probably because I was probably very insecure and like took it as it like that. I know, but it's hard. It's me speaking on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is hard. I don't know. I got, sorry, I got defensive over you. I feel like it's hard when people are like, wow, you're so confident. And you're like, why? I'm literally just go. I'm literally going to the beach just like anyone else. Yeah. Like I shouldn't be like, commended for doing a normal activity yeah you can't help but wonder when I was like in that place and like when how I was feeling about myself um wonder if it is or not a backhanded compliment I think it's just it's based a lot on just like your own insecurities and societal standards yeah. I think that's what it is yeah um but if someone told me like I'm close to my weight now than when I was in the beginning and now if someone told me that you're so confident I'd be like Fuck yeah, I am. But that's because I feel better about myself now. Yeah. And I'm more secure in myself now. Yeah. But I do think that's that's like when people are like, oh, her face is so pretty. And you're Ugh, like, hate that. You're like, so like it's just so way. random. <laughs> Why don't you just say like, you're, you're so pretty. pretty. Yeah. yeah. It's just people don't know sometimes. And I think it could be taken in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Okay. Last one. So these two are about cheating. Cheating is never something you can bounce back from. Forgive them, sure, though. Second chances are a scam unless you are 100% sure that person has put the work in. I lean more towards these personal submissions. Um, more so because I just think about this. If I were to be cheated on, I could definitely, I could forgive them easily. Like, you know, maybe you were drunk. Maybe you were whatever. Like, I can forgive the person. It would take me a long time, I'm sure. I just don't think I would ever be able to build the trust back. Mm -hmm. And then if I, I don't think I'd be able to give a second chance. More so because I think every time I looked at them, I would feel that again. Yeah. Personally. It's the betrayed thing. That's just how I feel. But like, I've had plenty of friends who have taken back someone that's cheated on them. And as a friend, it's my job to also like, obviously tell them how I feel about it and be like, look, yeah. I'm worried. I don't want it to happen to you again. But if this is what you want, then this is what you want. I support you and I'll be there to pick up the pieces. Um, but you know, it may happen again. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with these. I also, my one maybe unpopular opinion with this is I think a lot of people don't realize that they could, like, I think, Every single person, no matter how, quote, good you are, no matter what morals you, quote, have, could, I don't want to say necessarily, like, cheat or something, but, like, everyone can fuck up if you go down a really bad, dark path. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I would never do that. And it's like, you never know at what rock bottom point in your life 
could make you do something like cheat on your spouse or, or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. I would never encourage any one of my friends or anybody in my life to get back with someone that cheated yeah. on them, but I will support them no matter what they choose. Yeah. I would never encourage it. Again, all of these are very situational. I just know I've thought a lot about it personally, how if I were cheated on, I don't think I could go back to them. I think I could over time forgive them, just never go back. Yeah. I think also the second chances are a scam unless you're 100% sure that person has put the work in. Oh yeah, I forgot about I that. I think the hard part is you'll never know 100%. It's yeah. always going to be 99%. And again, like people are human and people fuck up. Not that I'm not excusing that whatsoever. I think it's just like second chances. Like you don't know it won't happen again. I do think like if you are going to give someone a second chance, like make them fucking wait and like watch them. Like make them go through fucking everything. I also don't recommend going like second chances though. Cause it's like, yeah, like they wouldn't have done it. I don't know. I think- if anyone is, chooses to do it, I commend you for being uh, strong and um, can, like forgiving person. I just mm -hmm. don't think I'd ever be big enough to do so. But if you do, um, I think go into it knowing it, it's horrible advice, but I think like, I don't think there's a way to go back into it without worrying that it might happen again. Oh, see, I hate this. Cause I feel like if you do a second chance, you're more likely to do a third chance and then a fourth chance. And then you're those couples who like are back and forth, back and forth. And you know, you're like bad for each other. Yeah. But you just stay together cause it's comfortable. So I would hope if you are doing a second chance, it's simply because it's not because you are scared to like lose them or be lonely. Mm -hmm. I do think a lot of it comes with the work that you put in. It's the, it's the betrayal and trust with the cheating. I saw this thing literally this morning. Um, it was on Instagram and it, it said, women think he'll never cheat. He will. And then it was, men think she'll never leave. She will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, it's so true. Guys always are like, oh, well, she won't leave me. I think just give yourself grace with this situation. Yeah. Um, but I personally, you won't catch me back there again. <laughs> That's how I feel. Oof, yeah. I don't know. I feel bad for these people. How would you sit me down if you found out like my guy was cheating on me? Ugh, I don't even want to think about that. I'm so curious. How would I how would I handle it? Yeah. I think I would just sit you down and be like, hey, do I know for sure that happened? Do I have evidence or do I just did I hear whispers? I think you have a big inclination. I think I would get hard evidence first. You would. You'd be like, I hired a private investigator. Yes, I would get because that's the only way that you'd like fully believe. Because like you can't go off of just an inclination. Would you get mad at me? taking Cal out of this, obviously, because it's different when you picture an actual person. <laughs> Would you ever be pissed at me if I hired a PI on you? On me? No, on you, on a guy you're dating. Uh, if you had reason to do so, no. Oh my God. Not at all. You know in movies where it's like, you like how dare you hire someone? No, because I, I would want, then if you sat me down, you were like, look, I have this inclination. I heard things, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to sit you down preemptively. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I hired someone and they looked into it for me. And it is, yes, this is happening. Yeah. Then I'd be like, perfect. So we have the evidence. Now we move. Now we, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, no. Grand, I'm not in that situation. I don't think I would be mad if you ever did that. I'd be mad if you invoiced me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But if it was like a, a Chloe, Tristan Thompson type situation. Oh man. I think I would be very much like, I'd be like, we all knew. Let's bounce some pretty pop culture. What's your take on, on that? the whole Chloe Tristan? I understand her wanting a second child with him because she has true... She's like, I want a second child. It would make most sense. We're already parenting her together to have another kid together versus having a whole other guy involved. Like, I really just want a second baby. I would so understand that even just for true, like I, I see why she's been like putting my own feelings aside. What's best for her is to have like 
that situation. But when I saw the photos of him in Greece while the surrogate is having the baby anytime. Yeah. Holding hands with another, I was like, yo, that is some next level trash. I mean, he never ceases to surprise me. No, There's no one ever in the world that's kept me on my toes this much. Not that I was ever like giving him grace or anything, but I think in my head, I was like, okay, they weren't together. We don't know. I was very much like, we don't know everything. Seeing that headline, like at least be there. Your baby's being born. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Like what? He's proved time and time again that he doesn't care. I'm glad that they, I understand also her reasoning. I cannot put words or decisions into their mouths or whatever that they're thinking about. But I do think that she's she's made it very clear that she just wants the second baby with his sperm, yeah. not with him, yeah. with his sperm. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. Thank I think you. she seems so nice. I'm so happy she's getting her second baby because that seems like that's all she wants. I have a question. Like, at what point do you just get a vasectomy? Him? Yeah. Is that an ego thing? Like what? I don't know. Cause he had, how many kids does he have? You know what I was thinking about though? He's not that good at basketball, so he doesn't have that much money. So like, how is he gonna support all these kids? That one girl came out. I think he's not paying child support for the one. Oh. I know some men are weird about vasectomies and they're like, that's my manhood. Mm. I don't know if he's even considered it. You wanna know a crazy story? Oh my God. So this was an old family friend. He was talking about the story when he got a vasectomy. And um, he was basically saying like, yeah, it was like finally time. We had three kids. So, so he goes in, he's like on the table. He like, he's like basically undressed, right? In walks in the doctor who went to high school with him. (gasps) Literally they went to high school together and he was so mortified. He was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Did they like have a relationship? Did they just go to school together? They just knew. And she's like, okay, let's see everything. Oh, I'm like, I don't think I'd be that uncomfortable actually. Oh my God. If a guy I went to high school with like happened to be like, I don't know, give me a fucking pap smear or something one day. I'd be like, oh shit, this is awkward. Oh, I'd be like, how are you doing? What are you giving up for all these years? I don't think I'd really care. Oh my God, no. It's just a bodily part. Do you know how many they've seen? Do you know like- I get it, but like, I just, I'd think of math class. I'd think of history. I would be like, oh, this is so weird. I, I, never I don't think I would care personally. That's so crazy. I would care. Put me in the spot. We'll see. I, I really don't think, I think I'd be like, this He'd is so like, funny. You need to relax. And I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> so like shoving the thing I know, I'm like, <laughs> Well, those are some hot takes. What is one hot take that you have? Ooh. Or any hot takes. I think mine would have been the friends with benefit one because I'm pretty passionate about that. Mm. Like there's no fucking way. <laughs> I'm sure it's doable. Until it's not. That's my hot I take. I would love to know. Please let us know down below if you've ever been friends with benefits and if it really worked out as but just being friends the with thing, benefits. Then they're the one who didn't catch feelings. The other person no, no, no. probably did. But take the other person into account because they're aware if they were friends with benefit that either they were the one that wanted to leave or the other person. Yeah. They know. know. Leave a comment down below. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I have one. Hmm. I don't think Chick-fil-A is that good. <laughs> Actually, I like agree. The sauce, like it's everything mediocre. that everyone loves about it. I'm like, it's okay. I think it's mediocre. Mm-hmm. I think um, Raising Cane's also isn't that good, but I still love it. Yeah, like I like it. I like it a but lot. But it's not that good. Yeah. Food wise, it's not that good. Like it, it's good, but it's like not. Yeah, but like, will I wait two hours in line? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Man, I got to think of a good one. Cereal is soup. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just cold soup. It's cold soup. 
Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Hot take. Iced coffee is superior to hot coffee. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's a hot take. Really? I like both. I just like hot in the morning and then I usually have ice later in the day. I think ice is superior though. Mm. The only coffee to have. Ooh, no, because when it's cold and you want to <laughs> Yeah, this is what I just <laughs> no, wanted to No, wrong person to talk to. <laughs> I know, that's why I said that. All right, guys, on that note, thank you so much for watching this episode. Don't forget to put some of your hot takes in the comments as well as, uh, you know, your friends with benefit stories. I Like, I really do want to know. Please let me know. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Catch you next time. <laughs> Don't forget to rate this podcast five stars. Yes. Woo! Thank you so much. She love you. Bye. Mwah.